Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by the dynamic duo, Benny and Steven, as we go over everything week 15 of the NFL season. It was a really good week for me gambling and my picks. Uh, Not so good of a week for Benny and an average week for Steve. But uh, before we get started, I wanted to say some programming announcements here. Uh, On Tuesday, so on Tuesday this week, which I think is the 22nd, uh, I might be wrong, Yes, yeah, the 22nd, uh, we are going to record two podcasts. One is going to be the Picks podcast that will come out that Wednesday night, which is going to be what we do every week, so Week 16 Picks. And then we're going to also record our NBA preview, which is going to come out Sunday night in, uh, instead of the NFL Week 16 overview. So it's going to be a, re- a replacement episode because of the fact that we are going to be uh, not available to do podcasts in the next couple of days because I'm going to be visiting my, my beautiful mother in, at home and celebrating Christmas with her. So I won't have my podcast equipment and we won't be doing a podcast, but we might have content for you. I have not decided yet or we have not decided yet what we're going to be doing, but I just wanted to give you that information. Our NBA preview podcast is going to be coming up on uh, on Sunday, so uh, three days after the season starts. The season starts on Tuesday. Uh, I know that, but... I think that one or two games between then and when the podcast comes out won't change much. If there's a major injury, obviously between Tuesday and Sunday, I will do it on the intro uh, and speak about it. But I I, I sure hope that isn't the case, and I don't think that will be the case since there's not that many games between now and then. So without further ado, sorry for this long intro. intro. It's 1.40. I've drank a lot of Silver Bowls, I'll be honest with you. So I might be slurring a little words or something something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, without further ado, here is Benny and Steven as we go over week 15. It was a great week of football. Here's Benny and Steven. Benny and Steve, what a weekend. Football is back. My my wallet is singing. The bookie is afraid of me. I was actually going to start this podcast off at halftime of the Bucks falcons game. I was so disgruntled. I was going to send back all the Christmas presents I bought for my loved ones. <laughs> Every single one of them. I said Christmas is canceled. You know what I did there? I put a live bet on the Bucks money line at plus 385. Christmas is back on, baby. St. Nick got a new Gucci belt, okay? We're rolling high. This is my best week gambling yet. Uh, I'm on cloud nine. I was distraught at that Falcons game because I had everything tied to that, to the the Bucks winning. And when they were down 17-0 and then 24-7, I thought I was going to be indebted to the bookie with with my keepsakes. I thought he was going to repo my car, maybe, you know, shoot me in the kneecap. I was deep in debt, but now Christmas is I back. I hope he listens. Christmas is back. I have rent paid for the next couple of months. Not not all of that is from that. I pay rent ahead of time, but I also have my car paid. Listen, I'm good. That's my stimulus right there. That's my stimulus. Thank the, thank the gambling gods. Uh, it was a good week for me. Now, let's go over to uh, a man that might be going into retirement, might be going into retirement. Benny, how did you do this week in gambling? I sense that it wasn't as good. Hello. 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 I'm actually uh, in my balance right now and it's a giant Canyon. That's why you hear the, the, yeah. You're in the bottom of the grand uh, Canyon, no ladder, yeah. no, no rope, nothing. Yep. No I'm camel. in the bottom of the grand Canyon. And you know what? Hey, I think uh, I'm just going to settle here. I'm going to settle at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. I'm going to call it good. Um, you should Photoshop uh, your face on James Franco's body from 127 hours or whatever the movie's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're in a For cave. Real. You're deep in the cave, my friend. 
Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, costly experiment for me. Um, sports gambling, you know, and I think it's time to call it quits because I actually had a pact with uh, uh, our buddy Ty, and he's he's apparently in the green this week. But I yeah. told him if I'm in the red this week, I'm done for for good, and we shook on it, and I feel uh, completely satisfied being done did he shake on that too so if he was in the red this week okay yep, well i can exactly. i can t- i can a- tell him to send you a screenshot of his full week balance because he's already paid the bookie off and uh i don't think he's i think that he's lying to everybody i actually am almost mm-hmm. positive about it so uh benny it's gonna suck to lose you as a as a fellow degenerate but i don't think you're gonna be gone for long <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> with you i feel you like we had be- this discussion a few weeks ago <laughs> we've had this discussion multiple times you will be betting on yeah. tuesday you have a bet already in for tomorrow, so you're still you're gonna you're not taking a day off. Let's be real here. It's too it's too spicy. It's too spicy. Um, so I'm sorry that you're down money, Benny. It's, it's a tough week. You need to stop betting on esports and college basketball. Stick to the yeah. fundamentals, my friend. We got basketball coming up, NBA basketball, where you actually know the players. Can you name two players yeah. on Iowa? No. Yeah. Iowa. Wait, you're talking about college football college, or college ba- basketball, basketball? Basketball. Either, either sport. <laughs> you uh, name two, <laughs> two people that go to Iowa for football or yeah. basketball. You can mix. You can do one from each. You can do uh, one from each. Luke, Luca, Luca Garza. Yeah, that's the easy Iowa. one. That's the easy yeah. one. I knew you get him. That's and then I don't know anybody else after that. <laughs> okay, well, you can name two players on any NBA team. I hope so. When NBA basketball is back, get in the action. NFL, get in the action. So, Steve. You had a modest week gambling, uh, the, not the best of both worlds. I say my world's the best right now compared to Penny and I, but you had a, a modest week where you didn't lose too much, but didn't make too much either. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was a little in a hole after last week, like close to paying the bookie. Uh-oh. I'm out of that hole. I'm into uh, my, my account's showing green now. Benny's doing the book, the pay the bookie jig yeah. right now. Yeah. So I did the bottom of the Canyon. Just doing yeah. Sterling, Sterling won so much money this week. He, uh, he promised me he'd cover my, uh, losses. losses. Yeah. He 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 already told the bookie, hey, hey uh, just contact Sterling. Take, <laughs> take 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 Benny's uh, balance and, and pull it out of my winnings, and then give me the rest off the top. So <laughs> it's really a nice gesture. Yeah. Uh, Merry I mean, Christmas, hey, Benny. Merry Christmas. If he go if he goes through with that, he'll never have to pay me for sports with Sterling ever. Oh, Merry Christmas, Benny. And uh, he he owes me. He owes my uh, my wage. You know? <laughs> it's so, it's an episode. We're about 60, 70 episodes in. You're working your way up. Um, okay. Enough gloating, sadness, and, uh, you like know, $17. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, uh, boringness from, from Steve, $17. Get out of here. Uh, let's talk football this weekend. And while we started with SNF, because that's what's most recent on our minds, uh, few things, my few, my few observations. I actually like Joe judge as a coach for the giants. That offense is the worst offense in the NFC. That offense has been manned by Jason Garrett and Freddie Kitchens, who you could have predicted this would be the worst offense in the NFC if I told you that these two buffoons were the were the play callers and the designers of it. Daniel Jones didn't play today. So obviously Cole McCoy's not the franchise guy, but when Daniel Jones is in, he turns the ball over as much as Carson Wentz. They need to go a new direction for quarterback. I like the bones on that team. I think that they have um a really solid defense. They're building a good offensive line. They have decent skill position players. When they get Saquon back, they'll have the best running back in football. I still believe, I don't know if they will be fully 
what he was, but I still a good one-two punch too. Yeah, yeah, and I mean Wayne Gall or whatever is is been pretty mm-hmm. good. And he's then well. their problem is QB and uh, and offensive staff, so they're not going to make the playoffs this year. They they probably needed this game. Inversely, on the team that won, I love the Browns. What can I say? I'm, I'm bought in. Kevin Stefanski is running a great ship over there. I think that Baker, you he looks more confident. And I think he's mm-hmm. a player that really relies on confidence to be good or bad. And last year, you could tell his confidence was drained. Uh, he looked crappy. He didn't step into throws. This year, he looks really good. And he's not making many mistakes. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. And I, I've said this a couple weeks ago when they were 22 to one to win the AFC, I didn't bet that, but I said, that's probably a good, good bet to make because they can beat anybody. The way they play will translate in the playoffs. Well, having the one, two punch in the backfield with hunt and Chubb. Um, I think Landry is a really tough cover, especially when you're playing zone defense. Higgins has been good. I like mm-hmm. Hooper and Najoku. I think their offensive line is good. I know that there was a few injuries tonight and throughout, but I think, I don't think they're all season enders. If the defense gets back a couple of, a couple of their uh, uh, secondary guys, it's going to be tough to score too. I like the Browns and uh, I think Stefanski has been one of the best hires and uh, of, the, of the, of the season bar none. So uh, this was a, this was an obvious, this wasn't a great game. Honestly, I, I see why it was because the giants were playing. It's like a division leader and they're a big team. And then the Browns have been pot this year. So I understand why they flex the Cowboys 49ers out, but um this this game was predictable it was i don't know if people actually thought the giants had a chance to win and uh they didn't they didn't really play close and a few of those fourth down calls were just atrocious too you need to take points with Cole mccoy's or qb you can't be confident in him yeah in and then the special teams one was just terrible in the first drive that <laughs> was your a puncher throw it <laughs> yeah what the heck wasn't it the, puncher tra- throwing to the center <laughs> yeah they were trying to do like what um almost like the dolphins play last year yeah so. to try to get a cheeky uh touchdown but it was like it, it didn't look good when they lined up and it didn't look good uh throughout the whole play it was a terrible call look what's back yeah Ooh, return of the i don't see that. what i don't get there is well, if you're gonna go for it if you're gonna go for it why not just leave the and i get it's the surprise you know whatever if you're gonna go for it though just keep your quarterback out there don't yeah. be relying on a punter to make a throw and te- I mean, this is this is the ingenious of Freddie Kitchens and Jason Garrett. But teams usually, and I'm sure this team has it, but teams usually should have like fourth down. You need to get it. Do this play, and they have yeah. like ten of those that they can run at any point in the season uh-huh. that should convert eighty percent of the time or something, right? And uh-huh. to just what was it, what was our two fourth down calls today? It was the punt, the punter thrown to the center, and then a then a like a dive up the middle with Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, both. What Gallman? What are you saying? Gallman. Gallman. Yeah, I don't care about him. <laughs> Golem from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. That's, That's what I've been calling him. My Wayne Gallman <laughs> is not is not a guy that I need to know his name of. But get him on the pod you if he's should. There. You should. Know he's a starting name. running back in the NFL. <laughs> only because exactly. only because Barkley's out. He played at Clemson too. Yeah, he played at Clemson before Clemson was Clemson, right? <laughs> he was. A... No, no, no. That uh, the. the with Deshaun Watson, he played. That was before Clemson's Clemson. I don't care if they won a championship or anything. They're I was going to say, I was like, they, uh, they won a championship. <laughs> They're Clemson now, exactly. okay, with Trevor Lawrence. And we're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence because he's got a well, new right now. Deshaun we Watson's will. the best quarterback to come out of Clemson in a long time. Okay. So. If I look up Wayne Gollum, does he even have a – he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. How's that his you're fault? Pro- you're probably I mean, searching Wayne Gollum. You don't even know how to – 
spell his name? Oh, I'd... <laughs> it's G A Gall- L M A N. Okay. Yeah, I, I searched man. up. <laughs> I looked up Wayne G A L L U M. Wayne Gallman. Yeah, I'm surprised that guy doesn't have it. <laughs> okay, Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman. <laughs> he has an. He has a Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised Google didn't say. Did, did, did you mean Golem for Lord of the Rings? Yeah, exactly. Okay, second team all C, all ACC. Was he even the starter on those teams? Those, those yeah, teams? he was. Yes, he was the main running was. back? He didn't make first team? Yes, he was the main running back. They, sure they, he, somebody else probably who was the whole team for some AC, ACC school probably uh, won first team. I mean, okay, well, one year or hmm. – I need to figure this out now because I don't believe. Okay, one year it was Dalvin Cook. Okay, and Elijah Hood. Elijah Hood. Don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. But Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah, go. I know Dalvin Cook. Dalvin, he's my friend. Get him on the pod. Um, and then the next year he didn't make it again. Dalvin Cook and James Conner. So. Yeah, I thought James Conner would be in there one of those years. Acceptable. Okay. Well, my apologies, Wayne Gallman. Okay. He now I know a touchdown too. And the get him on the pod. Final. Get him on the pod. Um, I have no clue. I didn't know anything about him. I actually watched the, that the, those games. I watched college football playoff. Um, okay. Apologies to Wayne Gallman. Uh, that's all I'm going to say in this first segment here. I, I don't know what else to say. Boring game though. He didn't do enough to win. Cole McCoy is. Uh, Cole McCoy's made himself a pretty pretty good career, right? He's never been good. He's been yeah. around since. What, what year was he drafted? 2009. Backup backup quarterbacking. He's. It, Hey, it's a great job, job. In the NFL. Exactly. It need to be a fourth string. I'll do it for a thousand dollars a week. Um, okay, let's move on to the game of the week by many people's metrics. Not the game of week of the week for me. I actually have two that beat this, but Jim Nance and Tony Romo read the game of the week for them. Saints KC. Uh, I I don't have too much to say about this except that Drew Brees looked like crap at the start. And then he actually unleashed a couple deep balls that I haven't seen him throw in about three years. He was airing it out at the end, right? And uh, mm-hmm. for Drew Brees, I was impressed. He didn't have that great of stats, um, but he also didn't have good receivers. I don't. I think Emmanuel Sanders was his number one. I know they have Michael Thomas back in the playoffs. I'll tell you this: he's a lot better than Taysom Hill. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we said last week. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It it the Casey was up pretty pretty much throughout this game. Yeah, uh, it really was a shot in the kneecap when when they made was it Hardman fumble or was it Robinson? It was Hardman or Robinson fumble on the punt return, and then he tried to tried to pop the ball and and kicked it out of the end zone. The the Saints guy, where if he would have he, he could have easily recovered that. He just yeah. you know he 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 choked the the uh, I don't know if it was the gunner or whatever, but it was whoever it was choked and the ball went out of the end zone for a safety. That touchdown was the difference, right? Because yeah. if that touchdown would have counted and all else things would have gone the same, the Saints would have been up 35-31 with Casey having the ball needed to score a touchdown to win. Uh, as for Mahomes and and Kansas City, I, I still I still say what I've said the last few weeks. They remind me a lot of the 2011 Packers, 15 and one. Uh, Mahomes at the at his Aaron Rodgers equivalent height of his powers uh, looks like a beatable team though they are they don't pull away in games and we also I, I just think people are looking at this team as the best team ever and I, I don't see it I think I think they're a really good team but in this year's variation of or this year's iteration of the NFL any team can beat any team 
like legitimately. I don't think that a bad team's going to beat uh, beat KC in the playoffs because there's not going to be any bad teams in the playoffs. But we've seen the Raiders beat them. They're a bad team, right? Yeah. We've seen the Raiders yeah. almost beat them again. Where they actually yeah. were up with like thirty or seventy seconds to go. Um, I don't think this team's unbeatable like some people are trying to trying to say and and i've seen on twitter where was, nobody's calling them unbeatable and then you listen to everybody talking on sports Every talk pundit. radio or on first take or anywhere that people are actually watching and you're gonna say who could beat the chiefs nobody could beat this team this team's unbeatable like who's gonna beat patrick mahomes and tyree kill and travis kelsey you have the fastest guy ever you have gronk 2.0 you so have who are you impersonating right now i'm impersonating everybody <laughs> everybody wants everybody that's why that's why it doesn't sound like anybody i'm impersonating everybody at once but th- th- i listen to a lot of sports talk radio and a lot of pundits around the horn uh uh pti things like that I-, I listen to a lot of this stuff and they're all saying the same thing and then you get on twitter and then people are saying nobody's saying they're unbeatable but they are saying that on the on the on the places where you get you're saying it in a way where it's like they're not saying they're unbeatable, but they're saying they're absolutely the best team bar none. <laughs> and that's not true to me. I mean, yeah. no, I agree with you. I'm just saying like that's people are just saying it in a different way. Like they haven't won a game by more than one score in two months almost. And it's not like they've the last team I think they won by more than one score was the Jets. So it's not like they've it's not like they've been world beaters uh, these last few these last few weeks. I'm not going to say they're not going to make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, but. I just don't – I think that they could lose any game, and it's football, and that's what it is. It's the, the, This team is a very good team. It's not this, It's not this like, all-timer to me. I don't think this is an all-time great team. And no, we saw today Clyde looks like he's out for the season. I'd be surprised if that's not a significant knee injury, the way he was literally limping, unable to put weight on the leg. That's not good. Le'Veon Bell is not a great That's a big back. sign. That That's a big insurance uh, policy there with uh, Le'Veon Bell, though. It, I mean, I don't think he's now they're happy him. they have him. I'm sure they're happy they have him, and they won the Super Bowl last year with Damian Williams. So I mean, it's not as crucial, but yeah, there are you see it each week. It just looks like teams are figuring out Mahomes a little more. Not he's he's amazing. I'm not again. I don't want to discredit uh, the the Apostle Pat, but uh, mm-hmm. people. Okay, you know what? One sec. I'm going to discredit this for a sec. There was one pass he threw, and everybody was literally having orgasms on Twitter over the pass. He uh, did. You know what pass I'm talking about? Um, I'm sure there's plenty. Was it was it Hardman about. that caught the touchdown? I think it was Hardman. I so. He threw it sidearm. He uh-huh. clearly threw the ball away. He was not th- passing it to the guy. And since they have three guys that are literally Olympic track runners, the guy was able to catch it in the corner of the end zone. He wasn't throwing it to him. I do, that was an amazing play by the wide receiver. But I was like, oh, my God, Mahomes. He was throwing the play. You can watch the replay 20 times. He was not passing it to the guy. He was just throwing it to the back of the end zone. And the only person that can get it was a receiver. But the receiver was nowhere near it when he threw it. He just – he was trying to throw it out of bounds. And he got – he got the receiver made a – terrific play and dr- dr- uh, drug his foot it's a great play but what is going on is this gonna happen if he ever hits a game-winning hail mary can you imagine well oh, you will never will hear anything else for a week nothing else will be discussed if he ever hits a game-winning hail mary for a full Dude, I, saw, I saw a video today that That's i forgot me. what big publication posted it but they're like look at matthew Safford throw a, 
uh, Patrick Mahomes s throw, and I'm like, Matthew Stafford's been doing that before. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was in the league. What are you talking? Yeah, about? not like, every sidearm throw is a Patrick Mahomes throw. That's the real, wildest they, thing I've ever heard. That's yeah, the, any, yeah, that's that's very true. Good point. I think yeah. Mahomes is probably the best QB and I, I'd be a hater to say he isn't but to act like he is to, people are giving him the credit that you should probably never give a quarterback like they're saying they're giving him all the credit none of the blame every time he throws a pick there he does he hasn't thrown many but every time he throws a pick they blame like miscommunication on a route or something like that it's it's never gonna be his yeah. fault he gets sacked uh, no receiver got open it's stuff like that it's like okay you have Tyreek Hill he's always open so uh I, that's my that's my Pat Mahomes hate corner of the day. I actually think he played really well today, but I uh, I do see there are if this team wins the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised. But I am not saying it's certain, like a lot of people are saying. I, I just talked a lot. So about many good AFC teams still. <laughs> yeah, yeah the AFC is deep. I think the dude. Bills are like the hottest AFC team right the now. The Bills are the dude, best the, team right now. Definitely. The Ravens. The Ravens could. And the Ravens the are heating up too. They could get the last spot and be the most dangerous team in the playoffs. You know? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to play them. I wouldn't want to be the two seed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either. Exactly. I would say last year going into the playoffs in the AFC, I think everybody was saying the Ravens are going to win the AFC. I, I, was pretty I don't think funny. they're going to win. I just think they're going to be dangerous. No, no. I'm yeah, saying and, and, then, and then they lost. They lost to the Titans who got hot. They're they got blown the out by the Titans. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm saying is that's kind of what's happening with the Chiefs this year. Everybody's saying, you know, I think the Chiefs can lose to the Bills or the Browns or the Steelers. It's not going to happen though. And then it happens because what's going to one of these games they're going to go down um 17 points or something and they've came back in the past because that's how they are, but it's like eventually that's not going to happen. One of these weeks. I'll say this. You Especially look at the, the Chiefs Give them 28 points a game, right? That's basically their bare minimum. Four touchdowns is what they're going to score. The opponent yeah. needs to put up 28 to 35, and you're going to have a close game almost in all circumstances. So, and I think, I think the Browns, I think the Ravens, I think the Bills, I'm not sold on the Steelers. I think the Titans can put up that type of that amount of points. But I do think with the Steelers comes, you're expecting the Chiefs to not score 28 points, right? You're going to give no. them 17 to 24. Um, and hope Big Ben can get more than that. Yeah, so it was a fun game, though, this game. I thought there was a lot of action. Uh, I hope Clyde gets well soon. I I mean, I don't think he's going to be back this season, but uh, he, I, I think he's going to have a good career. So hopefully he heals up and it's not too serious, but that injury yeah. did look pretty brutal. Uh, Mahomes took a hit this game that made me very happy. I love when Mahomes <laughs> roughed up a little bit. He got sandwiched on a fumble, made me, made me very happy. He needs to get hit more like that. Weirdo. No, he needs to get hit hard. They people are being buttercup with him. Hit him. Scare him. Yeah. Make him make him not be make him not be not fearful. Smack him. So smack him uh, around a little bit. Yeah. Come on. Um, so that was anything else from that game? Did you guys see anything? Do you do you guys think the Saints are are poised to be an NFC competitor? Or do you think this is going to be another year where they go in expectations or Super Bowl because that's been them the last five years and they're going to fall flat? Because I think that's what's um, I think the latter. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't seem as dangerous as they have in the past. You know, like 
Uh, I think the last couple of years before this, they've been, you know, much more of a contender than going into the playoffs this year. But I mean, it was Drew Brees' first week back, so um, they he could. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they could they could get hot. Who knows? But yeah, I, I don't. I I wouldn't bet on it. The last few weeks, I'm done I feel gambling. like they haven't been very good. <laughs> With the Saints, my main i obviously i'm not a, i'm a drew Brees hater just like i'm an apostle pat hater basically anybody that threatens tom brady at all in any in any regard i am not a fan of that's just who i am anybody that gives any threats to, I'm, a, I'm i love tom brady he's he, i cherish him and i will defend him till i die um but being real here drew Brees' arm this team reminds me this since we're i do this every week it seems this team reminds me of that broncos team steven your Broncos team that won the Super Bowl, except here's the difference. I don't think that defense is close to that Broncos defense. And I don't think that the skill position players outside of Kamara are as good as what the Broncos had either. So um, I think Breeze is probably a better QB than Peyton Manning was that, that, that run because Peyton Manning actually was Host. probably the worst QB in the, in the NFL at that point. But uh, Drew Breeze, I, that arm, like he's got his, Average depth per pass is it might be up this week because he did throw the ball downfield a bit. I wonder how his ribs feel after this, but uh, <laughs> like he's probably he's probably in, he's in an ice bath right now. Yeah, he's probably been in the ice bath since he probably hasn't left the ice bath since the end of that game. But um, uh, his average yards per pass are a full yard less than anybody else in the league. That's insane. And uh, I want I just want to see what happens. It just feels like this is a team that has bad bad. Uh, I don't know, bad at it. It doesn't feel like they're a good well-gelled team. All that information coming out of, of can't stand Mike earlier in the year. Uh, he hasn't really got going. It seems like his teammates hate him. The defense always seems mad at, uh, at their quarterback because they're really what's making them good. And the QBs are stinking it up. So the defense always has to make plays. That's usually a bad gel. Uh, I don't know. I think this team's going to get bounced first round. I think the most likelihood, the most likely scenario now is that it's going to be either, um, it's going to be probably the Rams playing them in the, in the, if the Rams lose to the Seahawks next week, it's probably Rams saints. I mean, we might get stinky golf, but truthfully, do you think, what do you think Drew Brees does against that defense? The Rams defense, which is probably the best in the league. Uh, don't think you're going to pass very well on, on Jalen Ramsey and on it. You got 12. The Jets did. Ah, they, they did. They did. The, they did their thing. I have we'll to talk thank about them. them. We're actually going to talk about them now because we've gone on about yeah, this. Did you guys have anything else or no? We're good to no, go. No, we're good. Okay. No. Game of the week. And this is actually the most important game probably of the year for not of the year, but outside of the playoffs, it probably is actually this game will mean you will remember when you look back December 20th, 2020, what happened week 15 uh, in 10 years from now, if everything works out the way I think it's going to work out, you remember, you will remember this game because it's the day the jets lost Trevor Lawrence which reverberates throughout the league. I think my, this is my, here's my opinion. Sorry. The top three assets in football, Jesus Christ. I got a hot take, hot takes coming out. So I need to to get the, need to get Uh, uh, that. I got to get the flim out. I'm about to smoke a heater. Uh, The top, (laughs) the top three assets in football. Can you tell me here? Actually do this. What are your top three assets in football? Benny and Steve. So it's all quarterbacks, right? Unless you unless you want to go yeah. Aaron Donald. But give me nah. your top three. Go Benny first. Um, for the future. Yep. Going going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. 
um, the number one pick this year, right? Mm-hmm. I know that's what you're thinking. Um, and uh, I mean, who else would you? I would say Josh there? Allen would be my. my Josh really, Josh Allen, huh? Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, he looks great. He really does. But we'll have to see him in the playoffs. But I don't know. I'd say Patrick Mahomes and I mean, there's a lot of good young quarterbacks, but with the most upside it's the number one overall pick this next year here's my three and my three are this is i i don't i won't i you can debate it if you want with josh allen or lamar or any of the other young guys but it it goes it goes mahomes number one number two Mm -hmm. probably trevor lawrence i i I think trevor lawrence is number two and number three justin herbert justin herbert season if you he's doing the best probably of all time and uh it gets forgotten because there aren't any chargers fans but look at his number Or, or when he wins or any wins None of those are yeah, but it, wins, wins so. aren't as much of a QB stat as as people like to make it seem. Like I'll, I'll always hold Brady's su- Super Bowls and those wins, but it's uh, winning. If you put Mahomes on the Chargers, how many wins do they have? I think they'd get well, a few more. They're, yeah. I think they're, I, they're I a think playoff they'd, team. Yeah, I think they're a playoff team. No, you, no, no, no. Anthony, <laughs> I think they're a playoff it, team. Not, it's a, Anthony Lynn's not making the playoffs, no matter what variation of that roster you're putting out there. You can give him, you can give him Aaron Donald and Pat Mahomes and Diggs and. Uh, and okay, they're uh, definitely a playoff they're team. They're definitely a playoff team. They're not yeah. making it. <laughs> no, for real. That's a I, playoff I do team. Herbert, I do Herbert third. That's a playoff team. I do Herbert third, but. And I, you're saying they wouldn't make the playoffs if they had uh, Joey Bosa and uh, Aaron Donald on the same defensive line. Nope, and you, you <laughs> and give them Ramsey, you give them Ramsey and, and Gilmore, and and the best safety. Anthony Lynn's gonna find a way to. Yeah, to, right. Know, don't give them a good special teams. Keep the special teams as is. Make everything else great. They ain't making the playoffs. Um, now if they have Young Oku, I'm probably making it. Uh, here, here's the thing with with what just happened today. Not only is it crazy that the the Rams who I've said is a top three team along with the chiefs and the, uh, and the bucks when they're playing at their full capabilities, we got stinky golf today. I didn't expect a stinky golf day, but uh, we got last week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's every other week with him. Um, But the jets winning this is terrible. It's terrible for their franchise. I would fire Adam Gase tonight. We're not even going to talk about this game and and what did we see out there. What we saw was a bunch of shit. Okay, and <laughs> go on Jets Reddit. Go on Jets Reddit. And they're upset. They're so mad, dude. They're oh, I bet Jets no, Twitter is even worse than Jets Reddit right now. <laughs> there's people out there that are making. There's people out there also on sports radio and stuff that say things, say the dumbest things. That like, um, what was it? It's embarrassing. You don't want to be a team that goes 0-16 because you're you're forever the team that went 0-16. Nobody cares about that. Do it. Do we? Do anybody? Does anybody talk about the Browns going 0-16 a few years ago? Look at them no. now. Nobody talks about the Browns going 1-31 in the in two straight years. Yeah, nobody, nobody brings it up. Yeah. If I'm the Jets, if I'm the Patriots, if I'm any team in football outside of three or four that have the guy that I would say I love this guy, I want him to be the QB for the next 15 years. I would go 0-16 two straight years and be fine with it. I wouldn't mind it for Trevor Lawrence. Give me the guy that I – this guy, if I'm wrong, I would be shocked. This is the most sure thing since uh, since sliced bread, honestly. Yeah, since Andrew Luck. He's No, he's way more than Andrew Luck. It's not – Andrew Luck is was amazing, but I'm – this guy would have been the first overall pick if he would have came year. out after his freshman year or last year, or this year. And look at all the great QBs of the last three years, right? That's Josh Allen's draft. That's uh, 
That's Baker. That's Lamar. That's Darnold. That is uh, Herbert, Burrow, Tua, Kyler Murray. All those guys would have gone after Lawrence. Um, and even I'm maybe like, it, obviously not a senior of high school. Nobody knew what he would have been, but his senior year of high school, when he was coming into college, he was the Cadmus guy. He's like, this is the five-star of the five-star of this guy's the best QB prospect we've seen when he went to Clemson. I remember all that because I used I remember to watching this tape on YouTube. It was amazing. Yeah. And I, 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 it's, this is the guy that will change a franchise if you get him. And now he's not going to be a jet, which I love the Rams for this. And honestly, the Patriots play them week 17. I was going to root so hard against New England. Keep this man out of my division. And now it doesn't really matter. But I would not be surprised if the Jags F this up and win one of these next two games. You might want to pull Minshew and put back in Vlad because uh, if you put Minshew in there, he's playing to win. He's up. Yeah, yeah. Minshew is not going to shoehorn it. Honestly, what they should do is use an emergency QB in their next few games and just say, listen, fellas, it's not your fault. But we want Trevor. And uh, <laughs> if I was Trevor, though, could... I'd want to go to the Jags. They have a much better organization, Me too. better players. To... A lot of Although, people. Although, think about this. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter in the NFL, but like, uh, yeah, it really doesn't matter in the NFL, actually. Um, but going to like the, the big market, you know, in, in New York, um, which sometimes is, uh, I mean, kind of a curse sometimes, is a negative. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think pressure matters to him. I think he's going to be good regardless, but you're right. Uh, I would say that a lot of people have been saying that Jacksonville is probably the best job for a GM and for a coach because they're going to hire a new GM coach uh, because you don't have something already set up there. You have a ton of draft capital and you have a lot of talent under 25 years old. So this is a rebuild that if that if Trevor is the guy that people think, same with the Jets, by the way, the Jets would be a, is a place too where I think if Trevor Lawrence is at the level that we're all, I think we're all assuming he will be immediately next year, the team, either the Jags or the, or the jets with whatever they add in free agency and through, through, through the draft would be, um, you know, around a 10 win team. And I think Jacksonville is going to be really good, really quick. If they get them, they have so much draft capital. They've nailed a few Mm -hmm. draft picks lately. They have a lot of cap room. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're going to be good. And I listened to a podcast where it was saying, an NFL rebuild should last two years. It should be one year putting into place a new culture, getting the players to buy into it, and then another year executing it. And we saw that with Miami, right? This year, last year. Remember Miami last year was the worst team of all time, the first like four or five weeks. They were getting blown out by 40 points a game. I, I, yeah. I recall saying that this is, this is the worst team of all time. Mika Fitzpatrick quit on the team. He was sick of it. But now look at them. The, team, the players that stayed there bought into Brian Flores' culture, and they're going to be really good for a really long time. And uh, it seems right. As long as they, as long as they, Tua doesn't even like Tua is probably going to be the third best quarterback after out, out of Burrow Herbert and him. Right. But he's probably going to be in the best spot. Would you rather be the QB for the dolphins for the next five years or for the chargers or for the Bengals? Right. It's definitely the job Tua has. Yeah. It's true. Traditional. But I think wherever Lawrence goes, that's an immediate turnaround for a franchise that guy is going to be so good for so long and i listen if i would have if i would have came into this year and you would have told me what cam was going to be i would have said come on let's just start edelman at qb for for this <laughs> let's <laughs> as many games as possible and let's get trevor lawrence because i would uh i would buy so much stock into him right now if i could and i cannot believe the jets actually won this game when they I was I was waiting for them to decline the holding penalty when Cam Akers scored at the end. I cannot believe they accepted that. 
<laughs> you got to lose that game. Yeah, they can lose it that purposefully. <laughs> yeah, well, for real. They should have told Frank Gore to stumble, stumble on third down. Dude, that, I don't, how, how did the Rams lose to them, dude? Like, Sam Darnold played well, like he did. Uh, and yeah, that's, Sam Darnold that's looked like, like old Sam Frank Gore, Frank Gore closed out the game, and Frank Gore looks bad. He looks, I, I, I think he should be done after this year. Well, probably it, will be. He's 38. So. Now yeah. some team's going to take him still. Yeah, he probably hasn't. They might. Him. Crazy. But he's got, he's got enough in the tank. Sam Darnold played good. And so that's got a lot of Jets uh, Jets fans and pundits and stuff are reconsidering, hey, we have the second pick. Is Fields worth that? Because Fields draft stock has taken a hit the last couple of days. He has not been as oh. good. He has not been as good. Um, as a lot of people thought his stats look great, but he has not played great in, in the limited action in the big 10 this year. So they're saying, Hey, should we just roll with Darnold again, trade that pick for a ton for, you know, a haul that is remarkable. Do we take fields there? Or do we take like an offensive lineman? Like uh, I can't remember the guy's name from Oregon or a receiver. Now, if I'm the GM there and I'm sure they're going to have a new GM, I think they're going to take Justin Fields, move Darnold and, you know, get going correctly. Cause I've seen three years of Denver. Sam Darnold. I don't think Sam Darnold is the guy in, in New York. I don't think you should try keep trying to force it. There's there's an old tale that you know what you have in a QB within the first year, legitimately. Now, they can get better or they can regress, but if you, you've had three years of this guy, he hasn't worked out there. And I remember reading, or, or I think this was on The Ringer, a story about – the Browns a few years ago. Remember where they had that the guy that would wear the, the jersey with all the quarterbacks' names on the back of it? Yeah. yeah. They were considering, and I this was well uh, reported. Getting rid of Baker? Um, no, they were drafting Baker and then drafting a QB at four because they had the first and fourth pick. They were going to draft two QBs because they were going to say, if Baker's not the guy, the other we're going to nail this position down right now. We're not going to fuck oh. around anymore. That would have gotten out and mocked so much. Um and they didn't do it, right? But they were considering it. And uh, the thing is... That would have been legendary. Yeah, the, there is there is a train of thought that says, hey, you draft until you hit because you know you're going to get one guy eventually that hits. Stop wasting waiting around for that guy and hoping that you develop this guy into something good. Now, Darnold was decent as rookie season. Adam Gase has killed him. And I'm not, I'm not... I think Sam Darnold will be good somewhere else maybe. But in the Jets, move on. Get Justin Fields. If Justin Fields sucks, move on. Get somebody else. But you need to nail that position down through the draft or through free agency, and uh, I think they're going to do that. I cannot mm-hmm. believe the Jets won this game. It is uh, it is awful for for their franchise, for their fans. Beautiful for me as I wear my Patriots sweatshirt and have my signed Tom Brady jersey up behind me. We, we still have to worry about Josh Allen. He, yeah. They're going to win that division every year now. Well, guess what? I, I'm actually I'm not that scared of that. I think that the Patriots will rebuild in the next year or two, and they will be right back there. I think they're going to be back there next year, honestly. I'm fully on the Josh Allen. Allen Porn team. star Jimmy's coming home. Watch. Okay. Jimmy G is even half the quarterback of Josh Allen. Hey, what? How many how many Super Bowls has Josh Allen started in? <laughs> hmm? Ooh. One this year. Got him. Go look up Jimmy G's career record. It's actually really I good. I know what I've seen this year, and he's not he that good. He played much. Uh, anyways. Hey, you just said give a quarterback one year. I've seen him play two years. The one Looks year like he shit. started, he made the Super Bowl. The full year, the full year he was healthy. He, he, made lo- he basically lost him that. Okay, well he got him there. So. Uh more in spite of there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what Josh Allen does this year in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. I like Josh Allen, but, um, 
my 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 main point the the other side of this the rams losing this kind of kind of hurts them they still control their own destiny they have to beat seattle this week but if they don't beat seattle uh i guess if they don't beat seattle and the bucks went out the rams would then play seattle again and we are in the wild card round correct in in yeah. seattle i guess home field doesn't really matter so yeah if they were if they were playing like if it like reverse and they were playing in Seattle with crowd, then it would be a problem, but I don't think it really matters too much. Yeah. But uh, golf does do bad in his own stadium. So it actually might hurt them to be a home field advantage. Oh, well, there you go. Benny, would you as a Seattle fan rather play the Rams at home or play the Washington football team on the road again in the wild card round? Cause that's kind of what the I, two options are. I'd much rather play the Washington football team. Yeah. Again, that's a honestly. team you don't play all the time. So. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, the the Rams have the Seahawks number uh, in my mind. So do you think the Rams win next week? Um, I mean, that's tough. The, the Rams won the first one, right? So I could definitely see a split. Um, I'm happy you could see that, but you can't say that the Rams have the Seahawks number and then be like, ah. they, they They do. I mean, you no, say it, for the playoffs, it, it, would, it would be, it'd be yeah, a different game. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I mean, the, the, in the in the NFC West, these teams usually split. They're, they're good teams, you know. They usually split their uh, uh, series, you know. And uh, sometimes it's weird, and the the road team wins both times. But I don't know. Um, I, I I don't know what's gonna happen in that game. I'm honestly. underwhelmed with the NFC West this year. I think they've they've really? totally blown expectations. They have wins. Yeah, they they've they, cooled off. They've cooled off here here's 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 the thing here they have wins but they also played the nfc east the whole division played the nfc east so scratch those and and or keep those in if you want but look at some of their losses right the 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 seahawks losing to the cold mccoy led giants the rams losing to the jets the the, um arizona losing to some very bad teams four straight losses there and then 49ers have been really disappointed but that's injuries more so than anything but when healthy they lost to some bad teams too um i guess not lost to the cowboys this week they should not uh so i don't know i'm underwhelmed with the nfc west we you know we all came in here saying they're going to be world they're they're only going to beat themselves right they're going to win outside of division they're the best teams in football three of the three of the three of them are definitely making playoffs which still might be the case but i think that they've let us down with it with the level of football we thought we would be seeing now next season i think it's going to be really good again but that's just my my little tidbit um, speaking Stinky of that, Goff, Stinky Goff, and then Kyler got hurt, and then uh, Russell and Wilson cooled down a lot too. Got, Dude, yeah, I saw, he got a case of the <laughs> the picks. I, I saw a thing when uh, when MSNBC posted uh, let let Russ cook. Uh, the game after that, uh, they posted that he has had like his worst stats, <laughs> like yeah, like they they're. I'm, I've literally sat him in fantasy every week because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what Russell I'm going to get this week. He had, each week yeah. hasn't been 120 great. yards today? Yeah. 120? Dude, they, they beat the Dwayne Haskins-led Yeah, let's talk about that because I didn't write five this. points. Yeah, I didn't write this down. Okay, I take back everything I said about Washington being assholes to Dwayne Haskins. He's not good. Simple as that. <laughs> he's not good yeah we were uh, really high on Dwayne Haskins and we were camped that statement yeah he's we, well good. we were never high on him we just said they they pulled the plug too soon yeah they pulled and... the plug too late should have been yeah. pulled before they should have came in the season starting Kyle Allen 
<laughs> Kyle Allen or Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. when he's back, uh, you know, I, I don't think this team's going to beat many, many, many people. I think they need a new QB too. Look for them to trade up in the draft or get somebody this off season. Cause I don't think Alex Smith is a long-term option or option. Um, but yeah, that game, <clears throat> I'll be honest. I didn't watch too much of it. Cause I had so much ri- money riding on a game. We'll talk about after the break, we're going to take a quick break after this. Um, but from what I saw, I just looked like, it just looked like the Seattle we've seen the last few weeks outside of that jets game, the not being able to really move the ball. Well, not being able to take advantage of a bad team and playing a close game. And it's going to lead to, I mean, we, we all knew that what Russell Wilson was doing at the beginning of the season couldn't keep up. He was on pace for whatever, 65 touchdowns and zero picks or something. Yeah. So of course he's going to step back, but this, the step back has been bad. He has not been a top 20 quarterback the last four or five weeks outside of that jets game. He has been a very mediocre quarterback. Now, if I'm playing him in the playoffs, do I think that he's going to be a mediocre quarterback? No, No. I still, I still think he's like a top five guy, but uh, he went from being the unanimous MVP led Russ cook type type guy, like you said, to he's not going to get a vote for MVP this season. And he shouldn't get a vote for MVP this season because he's really dropped off. And uh, now they won the game. It shouldn't have been this close. Will he ever win an MVP? No. Probably not. He's the Drew Brees of this era. He'll have consistently good stats. Russell Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, he'll have amazing stats. He's going to have amazing stats for his career, but somebody will always have a better season. Which isn't, see, which isn't a discount. Being a top five quarterback every year is not a discount. Yeah, being consistent is better than having the one-off. I mean, we can look at people that have had the one-off season. Carson Wentz, right? He would have won the MVP if he didn't get hurt. Matt Ryan, who's Matt Ryan's been consistent, but Matt Ryan had the one anomaly year. I would rather have Russell Wilson's career than Matt Ryan's at this point, right? I think everybody would. Oh, 100%. Uh, regardless yeah. of the Super Bowl, just like what you see week in, week out. So uh, I just think that every year you're going to have Wilson up against Mahomes, and you see how people view Mahomes. Mahomes is not close to the MVP this year. It's Aaron Rodgers. Look at the stats. That's look at the stats at, at who the best QB is. Look at the stats. Yeah. Don't give it to don't give it to Mahomes, who has I think at this point the most interceptable passes thrown. That last year was Jameis Winston. So just because they don't get picked off doesn't mean those throws don't exist. It just isn't in the stat book. But go to the um, metrics. Look at what Rodgers is doing, and then stop going on Mahomes. And Wills, and then third is Josh Allen. And I think Josh Allen has a better case for MVP than Mahomes does personally. Take Rodgers, take Rodgers off the uh, Packers. That's the biggest loss, I think. You know, yeah, I think he, take- he is the most valuable player. To- yeah, if you take him off the if you take no. him off the Packers, they're gonna win three games. Yeah, I think so too. You yeah, take Mahomes, their weapons. You take Mahomes off the Chiefs, they're still gonna make the playoffs. Legit with a with an average backup. Same with, well, with a, what what's his name? Matt Matt Moore, right? The, yeah, I don't know if you put backup. Matt Moore as an average backup. I'm saying like even with obviously with Rogers, who he has backing him up with uh put put Gardner Minshew on the Chiefs. Yeah, put Gardner Minshew on either one of those teams. The Packers yeah, are terrible. Did. The Chiefs are still a playoff team. And that's just what it is. I mean the yeah, Chiefs Drew Lock would up. carry the the Chiefs to a yeah. And again, we, I think we all agree here that Mahomes is is one of the best, most talented quarterbacks ever, but situation matters. And he's in a great one. Oh yeah. He has, he has a great uh, offensive head coach, good offensive coordinator, great weapons. He's got two generational talents on his offensive, on his offensive side of the ball with Kelsey, who is literally Gronk 2.0 and uh, without the blocking and Tyreek Hill, who's probably should, probably shouldn't be in the NFL, probably should be in jail, but uh, 
since since they've mm. since they've granted him clemency and let, let him yeah. play because uh, he is a terrible person. And the Chiefs don't mind that. They don't mind that they're terrible people as long as they're good on the football field. You know, maybe they should have a moral backbone and a spine and say, hey, we don't like people that beat women. It's okay. It's okay if it's Tyreek Hill, right? He puts up great stats. Mahomes should speak out about this. I don't know why he doesn't. He should speak out about this. Um, I wish a reporter who like is like. If I was a reporter, I would ask Mahomes. I'd say, hey, what is your what is your feelings that your star wide receiver who you target multiple times every game and give him his stats and now because of you he's signing these sixty and seventy million dollar contracts. How do you feel that he broke his son's arm? He can make it even vaguer than that. He was like, if you had a friend who beat his wife and his child, would you not be friends with them anymore? Would you not? Would you, would you take a stand against playing (laughs) football with that person? Would you play backyard football? No, I probably wouldn't. But the case here is we were talking about Washington, Seattle. Uh, I hate that. I seem like such a Mahomes hater. I'm not, I think he's phenomenal, but I just wish that we didn't crown him as the, as the, as the, as the next Prince of football. He is, but I mean, let's not crown him. Let's wait for his coronation. So he does it win two super bowls. And then you can get the crown Win this year, Pat, I'm challenging you. Um, get him on the pod. Anyways. Good I don't luck. think he's coming on after that little segue. Of, I don't think he's coming no. on any of our segues. You don't think we're going to get moms? You don't think we're going to get moms? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, it doesn't matter what segue you put together. You don't think we're going to get moms? Yeah. I thought that was a, a yeah. good guy. Um, we haven't got one NFL player. We're not getting that's one been his popular. <laughs> he's the guy that's supposed to get these people, and he just says, fuck it. He's not going to help. Um, my, my final point on I need you to I need you to pay my uh, balance, and then I'll do it. <laughs> get it first, and then I'll – Listen, if you get a big star on this podcast, I'll send you 400 bucks. How about that? Uh, that's a Sterling Redke guarantee. Now take it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, you can try. a Sterling Redke yeah. guarantee. Don't that's 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 worth Redke a lot. Guarantee. Okay, yeah. listen here though. Uh, last point on Washington Seattle is Seattle or Washington is a QB away, and Seattle I still would be fearful in the playoffs. Although I do think DK is a little banged up. I think he's more injured than than how he's leading on. You you've seen him grab the hamstring a couple times lately. And he's still going to play. It's not like significant. Ankle. He's probably got he's just banged up, you know, a bunch of different places. I'm glad he played bad today. Yeah, for fantasy. Congrats, Steve. You're going to win. I'm very happy. Uh, anything but Trey. Anybody but Trey. Or Benny, actually. Or Ty. You three need to need to get the hell out and just uh, stay bottom feeders. Two of well, three. I know what I'm going to do. Sterling, I'm gonna... Benny's won the championship. I mean, not yeah, since I've joined. Twice? Not since I've joined, but Benny's won it. Yeah, Steven, you're my kryptonite. Um, yeah, I, 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 my, well, my, my, my second listen, year in, listen, I won. Well, thank you so long, Sterling. We're, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, a few more games here, including the game that gave me the ride of my life. I wish I live streamed my, my reactions to that game. I said some things I did not like saying about my, my beloved Tom and uh, <laughs> things I don't regret saying about Bruce Arians. But I, uh, we will take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. So for a while here, I actually went away from the silver bullets. I was drinking the mini bullets and 12 ounces. But listen here. What's that sound like? Oh, yeah. That's silver bullet right there. Let me take a swig real quick. Ooh. Cold as the Rockies. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry I ever went away from you. Uh, Costco had that deal. You know, I, I said it last time. I think they had the deal. 36 for 23. I had to get a couple of those packs, okay? What can I say? But, uh. I can never go wrong with them 16 ounces. Some 15 packs of them 16 ounces hit the best. So, uh, Coors Light, please sponsor this podcast. Why do you keep asking? I drink so much of your beer. I broadcast for free. Give me some, give me some Coors Light, please. Anyways, back to the show. Okay, we are back. Before I get started, you know what I got to do? Open up a bullet. Here's the thing. 
Okay, as I left, as I went to the preview, we're talking Atlanta, Atlanta, New England. That's what we're going to talk about real quick. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I said at the beginning of this podcast, I had a lot of money tied to two games this weekend. One of them was the Green Bay Packer game last night. The other was the Atlanta Tampa Bay game this morning. Now, I'm going to tell you something real quick. This was posted on Twitter. So obviously 28-3 happened to Atlanta where my Patriots came back. And honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth too. I I think I said, honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth a couple of times so far, but tell us the truth. Tell me the truth. That 28-3 game didn't bring me as much joy as the Seahawks, the the, them beating the Seahawks because the game wasn't that good until the fourth quarter. Right. But that 28-3 game, I'll never forget. I changed jerseys mid game and I remember at the end of the game, I was crying. I drank me and Jeff Winstead. Shout out Jeff Winstead. We drank, we split a 30 rack of Coors Light. We each drank 15. Okay. <laughs> in that game. And I remember was this, in Lacey? this was in Bellingham, my friend. Oh, Bellingham. I remember how, how turned I was and I could not believe they won. I was disgruntled. I said, Tom, you're getting old, man. Getting old. So I was getting mad there. But that game was a few years back. Listen to these ones. Uh, San, or this was in San Diego. They were up. Oh, sorry, let's go this year. Let's go this year. Uh, tw- 39-24 to Dallas with five minutes to go. 26-10 to Chicago with six minutes to go. 24-7 to the Bucks with four minutes, 30 seconds to go. Uh, now, there's something cursed with this franchise. Like badly, there's something seriously wrong with this team. It descends through coaches, through players. Matt Ryan's always been the constant, but it, it's crazy that this team keeps giving up big, big leads. I remember, so I'll walk you through how I watch this game. Because this game, I'm very passionate about. I want a lot of money based off it. But the game starts, I'm pretty confident Green Bay handled business. I think the Colts, they were connected to a few bets too. They're going to handle business. I have no feelings of Houston, although they made it a game at the end. But Houston so dwindled with injuries. I started watching this Bucks falcons game. Now, Julio's not playing. I was happy about that. I love Julio Jones. He's probably one of my favorite receivers of all time, but I'm happy that he isn't playing this week because the Bucs have a better chance to win. All I need them to do is win. I don't need them to win by 10 points, by two points. I'm not betting the spread, just win the game. Or they can even lose it by a few. Anyways, they promptly let Matt Ryan go six for six touchdown. They get the ball back, punt. I think it's a three and out or maybe they get get a first down, then a three and out or not. It's not a three and out, six and out, whatever the fuck you would call it. Matt Ryan scores. They get the ball back three and out. I know that's a three and out because that's where I got very angry. <laughs> they punt the ball back. They they walk downfield, get a field goal. Anyways, the Bucks look like shit. I'm yelling out. My girlfriend's home. I'm yelling out to the heavens. Bruce Arians needs to lose his job. And I was saying some pretty rude remarks about him. Saying he has a stupid hat. Saying he's a terrible coach who's who's tarnishing the Does last. Does he still year. wear the? Uh... He still wears the hat, the con the Congo hat every single week. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, making fun of his hat, making fun of his play calling, what he's decided to do here, making fun of the Bucks, telling him to fire everybody. Anyways, second half starts. I say screw it. I'm gonna lose a ton of money on this. I'm starting to freak out, get sweaty. I say, you know what? I'm gonna just put a lot of money on the Bucks winning this game. It's plus three eighty five. I should have took the other plus 425 when it came up after they went down 24-7. I was too timid to do. Um, yeah. For me. But anyways, as this game goes on, you know what I see? I start, I start blossoming. A Tom Brady comeback has emerged. Uh, and then and then we're talking they're, they're down. I think they were down three. 
and then a beautiful bomb from TB to AB, Antonio Brown's first touchdown of the season. And I start flipping out. I, I tell you the truth. I chugged a beer, chugged a, chugged, chugged a 12 a.m. or not a 12, 12 p.m. a noon beer. Now that's not, that's not uncommon for me. I'm, I'm a, which, I'm a, which end through which end. I butt chugged that bad boy. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had my girlfriend poured in my, poured in my anal canal. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. But they win the game and I'm relieved with happiness. But then I immediately am not that happy because this is the Bucks team that I also want to win the Super Bowl and say they should win the Super Bowl. Here's my analysis of the game. If they start out like this, which is how they've started out so much of the season, they're not going to win a playoff game against whoever they play. Maybe, maybe Washington, a team with you know Alex Smith, maybe they can win that game. But if they play the Seahawks and they go down 17-0, if they play the Saints and they go down 17-0, or the Packers go down – or the Rams – any of these other they're teams, are actually, any of those teams, <laughs> they're going to play one of those teams uh, because I think they're going to play Washington. No, no, I mean, like if they go down 17 0, they're not going to catch. Oh, any. yeah, especially, yeah. especially Green Bay. That's a game over. Yeah, you can't do it in the playoffs. The, the, the Seahawks have done that in the past. In it, yeah. You know? And this is where I get pissed. And I, I apologize for every rude thing I said about Brady. I said, hey, he's developing uh, on, onset dementia. Uh, he's getting a little old. Early, on, early onset Alzheimer's. Or yeah. Something. And I, I, now, listen, Brady, people, people, will have, people that don't watch the games will tell you that Brady's no longer a top 10 quarterback. I watch all the games. I still think he is. And then look up his stats. He's on pace for 36 touchdowns, 12 picks, and about 4,800 yards or something like that. Um, that's better than about every other quarterback in the league, not named Rogers and Mahomes. And that's pretty much it. Maybe Josh, Allen, maybe Josh. Allen. I, I think, I think Brady's on pace for better passing stats. Allen is run. Obviously he does both things. Um, now they have to get off to better starts. They have two games left in the regular season. I want to see them doing what they do in the third and fourth quarter at the beginning of the games. Uh, time's up. If you're going to keep gelling, I'm going to feel like an idiot, okay? Now, I was prepared to come on this podcast after the first half, very enraged at Bruce Arians. And and I'm happy Tom Brady did what he did in the second half, and the defense stepped up and played really well, blitzing, sacking Matt Ryan, playing good pass coverage. But the thing is, is you can't just be a second-half team. You need to get off to a good start. The first series of the season, I remember this very vividly, do you know what happened? Do either of you remember what happened? The first series of Tom Brady being the quarterback of the, of the Bucks? No. He got a no. sneak touchdown against the Saints in week one to go up 7 0. Oh, yeah. The drive was beautiful. He was diming 20 yards to Mike Evans, uh, 15 yards to Scotty Miller. This was before AB was there. And I think Godwin was kind of, I, I don't think Godwin was fully healthy, but I remember the end thing. He snuck it for the touchdown and he was going off. They lost that game. And that feels like the last time they had a good first drive in a game. They need to get back to doing that. Use more motion. Let Brady call the offense. Brian Leftwich was a was a uh, a head coach. Byron. Did I say? What did I say? Brian. Yeah, you said Brian. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm a couple Coors Coors Light deep. Uh, uh, Byron Leftwich. Swearing already, huh? Came in. <laughs> also, honestly, I went to bed at 4 a.m. last night. I woke up at eight, so tired as well. Um, I don't think it's the drunkenness that's my slurring. It's my tiredness. Um, Leftwich came into the season as a head coaching candidate for a lot of teams. I, he might get a job, and I wouldn't be mad if he does. But I cannot, I do not think he should be hired over the likes of uh, about five or six other coordinators like Brian Dayball and uh, obviously Eric Bieniemy is going to get the job. But it's like 
you see he's calling this offense. It's stale. Bruce Arians has a ton of input on it. Okay, time to start fresh. Not not fully fresh, but use the plays that work. Optioning people out of the backfield, back to the backfield, seeing what's going on in the in the defense. It's just insane to me that they've X's and O's with Sterling Reitke. X's and O's. <laughs> it's, it's insane to me that you have a 43 i think i've said this before I, i've said a lot of things before but you have a 43 year old quarterback that's been in the same system his entire life uh more so these last five or six years with josh mcdaniels where you are running the same offense now you might run the ball more some weeks and throw the ball a lot more other weeks most teams don't do that they don't deviate from their their uh tendencies the pats did but the truth is they're still setting up the same which means a lot of pre-snap motion and they need to be doing that. Don't make Brady read the defense after the ball snapped. It just makes it harder. So uh, I, I am, I, I do think they're going to win out the regular season. They have Detroit on Saturday and then the Falcons again in the, in the final week. So they're going to be, they're going to go 11 and five, but in what I think, but uh, I'm not as amped up on them as I was coming into the game. They're not. They're not rolling anymore to you, huh? No, they're still rolling. They're that's not Molly. Okay. That second half comeback was good. That was a lot of points they scored. And yeah, they, they took their they took their Molly in the second half, didn't they? They put the, listen, they put their foot on the gas, is what they did. Okay. They didn't let up. Oh. They didn't take the foot they off the got, gas. They got in the driver's seat. They put the pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. And they didn't let off the gas. Nope. That's what they Ooh. did. Wow. And that's that was three cliches. They were yeah. assisted by the uh, the team that chokes what feels like every single game. And uh, I don't even know how it's possible anymore that the Falcons are, are this much of a cursed team. So uh, that's my that's my little tidbit on the Bucks as always. I just I, I still think the Bucks are 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 poised to make a Super Bowl run just because they have the most talent in, in the NFC to me. Compare their team, compare their linebacking core, or their fr- compare their front seven to any other front seven. Maybe the Saints are are there, right? But that's it. Out, out of the oh, sorry, the Rams too. Those are the two that would be with them. Um, their secondary is their worst is their worst uh, personnel position positions group. But I would say that it's not dirt poor. I think that their scheme is oh, dirt yeah. poor. But I think that Carlton Davis is okay. I think Winfield uh, Winfield is good. I think uh, Murphy Bunting sucks, but you know, I shouldn't have even mentioned him. I think he sucks. Uh, I'm just looking <laughs> for names. I'm trying to pull names out. I think they actually have a decent, a decent uh, secondary. Pull Not names a, out of the hat. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of names as many as I could say. Uh, I think they're a decent secondary. They're about a little above average, but not uh, nothing special. But then their offense is great. Their offensive line is above average. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. They have Ronald Jones and Fournette, who are good running backs. And then they have so much talent at wide receiver and tight end. They, sh- they should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Compare their wide receiver and tight end and, and running backs to any other p- group in the league, I think they're number one, and the Chiefs are probably 1B. I don't think you could give anybody else in the, in the AFC or NFC uh, what they have on offense. So the thing is getting off to hot starts, playing smart defense, and that means, hey, if they play the Seahawks in round one, don't play single high safety against DK Metcalf because Russell Wilson will do what Mahomes did to you with Tyreek Hill. Now, if I see that in the first quarter and you have Wilson just bomb into DK for a touchdown on the third play of the game, I'm going to be <laughs> fucking you're gonna, 
you're gonna make a call. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell Todd Bowles, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because that's what we see so much, and then they make adjustments and they're good, but make the adjustments before the adjustments have to be made. You know what you're gonna face with these teams. You you have a year of tape right now on every single team. Watch that and say, hey, instead of going down 13-0 or two or you know, 17-0. Yeah, we know what Calvin Ridley's going to do for the Falcons without Julio. He's going to be the main target. Bracket him. Make these other guys beat you. The jabronis. Make the jabronis beat you. Don't let the guy beat you. Make the jabronis. Make the, make the, make the other guys. Don't let the guy. Don't let the guy beat you. So. Let the other guys beat you. Yeah. Not let the, the jabronis. <laughs> let the jabronis. Let the jabronis. Not the guy. Um, so that's basically the extent of my bucks. My bucks. Uh like and listen they they did very well for me today financially in in my sports bets which i'm very appreciated for tom brady's never let me down so uh i i appreciate that aspect but i really think they should be <laughs> this year this isn't built for a team that is a this team is not built to be make the playoffs and lose they they should make a deep run they should win every game they yeah i hope, I hope they're not building building for that yeah because they have the, the an old quarterback who I still think is at the – he threw that. That ball to A.B. was beautiful. The ball last yeah. week to Scotty Miller was beautiful. He still has it. He's not Drew Brees with, with the arm, right? Yeah. I don't think you can question his arm talent. So it's really – you have to set – to set him up for success. The is, dementia, though, might – Yeah. Might be bringing down the, uh, you know, reading the defense. I don't know. You the know, decision think, making might be a little off because of the eh. I think it's Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians is 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 poisoning him in, in QB rooms. It's, that's fucking his memory up. Um, okay, anything from that game you guys want to comment on, or did I did I take up all the space? No, no I, I yeah, you you talked plenty about it, but uh, I think it's um, seeing uh, Antonio Brown get that that first touchdown of the year. I think that now he's gonna be more of a uh, a weapon going forward in the playoffs. So I, I feel like too also like he's, he's like still like just getting comfortable. And then it could be one of those things like in the playoffs, they like unleash him. Like people haven't seen, yeah. you know, them maybe use him how they'd like to or something. And then, Here's and then it's just another, me. what? How on this Bucks team, if you threw mm. it 60 times a game, never ran it. How is not one of these guys open. And I, I'm saying, like, listen to these names. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk. How are not one of them open every single play? At least one. Yeah, they should um, all be open. Not all of them, but at least one guy should be open every play, right? Mm-hmm. I would so that's the goal so. of Brady to find the open guy, right? But it just feels like sometimes they run stupid-ass routes where they're basically doing a Hail Mary on second down, where everybody's just going deep. They're, they're playing it like how I do uh, Madden five wide every time, baby. Let's get it. I'm fine if they went five wide every time. I actually think that would work for them. Uh, be, I, I, I think that would be a better strategy than what they've been doing in the first half, where it's literally run the ball two yards, throw a short pass, then go deep. And then the, the deep pass, you know, even if you're the best deep ball thrower, you're not going to complete it more than 40% of the time, if that, I think. I think 40% is extremely high on deep mm-hmm. throws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I, don't awesome think it, I don't think it's like a common, it's not like it's not like you're actually setting yourself up for success if you're going 40 out will that will that be the next analytical uh 
uh, trend in sports. Just throwing deep balls. You know, they're like, oh, you know, like kind of like a three-point, like your percentage. Like, oh, well, are we going to have like two or three play drives in the, in the NFL? Where oh, I mean, if you hit 40%. Instead of running on first down, just, exactly, just toss yeah. a bomb. No, I mean, if yeah. You, yeah, 40% is probably really high. It probably is way higher than, than, uh, than what it actually is. But, I mean, if you hit 40% of your deep balls, you don't have to run the ball right like you you hit one and two pretty much yeah i'm just saying that that was just a crazy idea that'd be hilarious i mean i think running the ball if we're talking about that derrick henry is the only reason running backs will ever get a contract again he's single-handedly upping that market so he should be he should be really thanked zeke almost tore it down in fact but but if any running backs contract signed out of this it's because it's because of henry um okay enough of the bucks game my heart rate, heart rate check on some of these games uh, was pretty high. Not that high, about 120, not that high. Highest heart rate I ever had for a, for a football game after, since I've been tracking it with my Apple Watch, so it doesn't include like every, it doesn't include every game, was the AFC <laughs> Championship game against the Chiefs, the Patriots Chiefs, when uh, it went into overtime, and, or even Ooh. before that. And that, by the way, that might be the best Patriots game of all time. It's not the most important, but that that game against the Chiefs when Mahomes was the MVP that year, I that game got my heart rate. Uh, I think I was at one seventy five. Is what it was at about three wow. three beats per second. And I, <laughs> were you were you sweating profusely? Yeah, and I I remember at the end of that game, I was I was very amped up because uh, the old man beat the the <laughs> what is it? We've had the young ever. bull. Now we want. The, We've had the old bull. Now we want the young calf or young buck or whatever it says. Uh, don't know what it is. Step brothers reference, but he beat the oh, he yeah. beat the, young, he beat the young one, and uh, it made me feel very good. The sage, the sage got another ring. He's gonna get another one this year. Is my is my is what I'm saying. So okay, moving on. Last thing. Oklahoma quarterbacks: Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, collision course. How'd that go? Oh. How, how about that game? Beautiful. Jalen Hurts yeah. is a baller. Yeah. His stats today were, were phenomenal. And Kyler Murray looks like he's back to where he was before he got that shoulder injury against Seattle. He's willing to run more. He looks like he's more per- precise with his passes. I, I really like this game. I I didn't have too many takeaways because I was celebrating my, my – uh, Tampa win as this game was going. Honestly, the the the, the second the game tonight and then during the during the midday, I was I was in celebration mode. You know what that means? <laughs> Guzzling Coors. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I I watch these games, but I was very <laughs> that, that I I didn't have too much money bet in these. So I was like, I'm just amped. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the starter, right? There's no way. Oh yeah. Wins. Yeah. Uh, my question is just, do they commit to him? you know, going into next year. They have to. Wins sucked this year. Nothing else has changed. Well yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying I, I'm not saying they're not moving on from Wentz. I'm saying do they draft somebody else, you know? But I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. And and like I was saying before, I don't know, he just he just feels like that guy that once he got his opportunity, he was gonna take advantage of it. You know, you know who he reminds like, me of? Who? Dak Prescott. That's what I said last week. Well, I just, one, you, in one ear, out you, the other. Are you trolling me? Yeah, I said Dak Prescott. 
Because in like, one ear out the like, other, Benny. What can I say? I don't pay. I'm doing this. Like, I'm doing this podcast for my takes. I let you guys give your takes, but I don't listen. Yo, I'm just doing. I said, just, I I'm, said, got my ears plugged. I said Dak Prescott last week. Anyways, no, like he's a when when they run, they have a similar uh, running style. They're, they're they're built similarly. They're you know, um, and honestly, like demeanor wise too, kind of. They got they got that swagger walk. Yeah, yeah. So there's and, been- and Dak Dak was always poised as it you know as it as a rookie too. So, um, yeah, no, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. There's been reports that when this is this is pretty obvious, but if Wentz isn't the starter, he wants to be moved. Um, you know, we we talked about how his contract's unmovable, but I was I've been reading and listening that somebody will take that contract. Don't know who. Oh, yeah, they will. Someone will. So, Don't think anybody should. Took, the Bears took Nick, Nick Foles. Yeah, but that was a small contract compared to this. Yeah. Like Wentz is literally, Wentz's contract is is immense. Like uh, it's, it's humongous. It, uh, it's top three quarterback money. So he's gonna. Who do, you think, who do you think will take it? Who do you think will take it? I do not know. I don't even know if, how it will work with Philly with all the dead money from it. Um, yeah. I think that will have to be. I don't even know if it would help them if someone took the money. Somebody will have to pay it, like their dead cap. It'll have to be an agreement, like cap circumvention or whatever. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it'll work. I'm not a GM, so I'm happy I don't have to do that job. Yeah. Who? who yeah. Who has the money? Really. Here's here's his cap hits going forward. Okay. So next year, his next year's cap hit is 34.6, 31.2, 36.2, and then 32 the next Jesus. four years. So uh, basically, it's like they're screwed either way. He signed a four-year 128 is what he signed. Um, they're almost better off just trading Jalen Hurts. With $107 million guaranteed, $107 million guaranteed. So they're going to move him, and somebody will take him. The question is who? Your boy, uh, your boy, Bill, your boy, Bill, no, might take him. No, <laughs> I, no. the money. He wouldn't do the money, but um, I'm looking at teams with the most uh, salary cap going into next year. And we all know the Jaguars jets are uh, too, but they're, they're going to be drafting quarterbacks. Um, but then after that, it's the Patriots Colts football team. Uh, Colts, I think are the one. They wouldn't trade yeah, them to Washington the unless they really hate them. Like they aren't going to trade them in division. Right. Yeah. True. Colts are the one because they have Frank Wright, and that's that's the place where everybody thinks he's going to go because I was the offensive coordinator for their Super Bowl run. Um, I can see it. I now I don't know if that happens, but Broncos be, maybe. Broncos, yeah, see. you know, you know that I could see John Elway doing that. John Elway Carson Wentz is a, is a tall guy. <laughs> John Elway would love him. Is he six four? Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, like, he's probably like, he's probably like six five, and Nelway's just licking his chops. He so, said, "How many more inches than?" Zulaf, <laughs> yeah. Oh. So the the uh, the they're gonna move on from him. I don't know where he's gonna go. I would say this: you brought up the Patriots. I think he would be probably the fifth or sixth choice for the Pats. I think their number one choice is probably gonna be either Dak or Stafford, and then oh, number yeah, two would be would be uh, Jimmy G, Cornstar Jimmy. And then probably the draft, and then probably wins. So uh, yeah, do we have a guest on the pod? Do you need to get your head your head uh, bandaged? Oh or no, 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 no! That was my dad. Just oh, okay. By. Yeah. Benny Benny had some hijinks last night. He was partying, COVID party. Uh, banged oh, his shut head, up! Number three, I think. <laughs> no. Banged his head, blacked out. Uh, 
were you were you doing were you were you doing the thing where you grab a kid's helmet and you bang it into your head Was that yeah yeah the party head headbutting everybody okay seems like a no, seems like some fun hijinks um but yeah the this game there were so many yards it was very exciting i've we've said this a lot this is the new way quarterback play is going to be it's going to be a lot of a lot of um running a lot of passing from the quarterback position obviously the passing's always been there but the running hasn't and now and now it is i'm being i'm being captain obvious but um this type of matchup is what the the nfl is becoming a lot like college in terms of how uh how offenses are built and what they're doing it's it's obviously a lot more athletic and qbs aren't you know power optioning and just running into defenders that much like they do in college right you watch any of the championship games today they're just eating linebacker hits and falling forward that's never going to change in the nfl you're not going to be able to do that but yeah um, no but it's becoming a lot like that like the game because honestly these uh, most of these quarterbacks are coming from high schools that run uh no huddle offenses with a ton of options and running even if they're talented passers they go to they go to college where it's they go to one of these great schools that's you know they're running no huddle option offenses Right, there, dude. There's no quarterbacks nowadays that aren't great athletes. Yeah, I mean, remember, remember you before know? or back in the mid 2000s, early 2000s, it was pro style quarterbacks. Those are basically yeah. dead now, like realistically. Yeah, they're only at Wisconsin, and Wisconsin sucks. <laughs> I mean, listen, the next guy coming up is uh is Arch Manning. How about that? He's a he's not he's fast though. He's like he can he can move. He's mobile. If you watch his tape, he's actually somewhat. Yeah, mobile. he gets scooed. What? Who? Archie. Uh, Cooper Manning's son. So Peyton really? and his uncles. And yeah. uh, and he's supposed to, he's like going to be the number one quarterback. He's a sophomore in high school. So he's going to be the first pick in a couple. Oh, uh, can, can he move? He can, he can move. Well, his yeah, dad watch. was a receiver, right? Yeah. 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 But he, yeah. Cooper, Cooper's the, the ugly duckling of the Manning household. And, you know, Archie. Well, he was like, he has he like some one as a receiver, but you know, what's funny. Yeah. Archie Manning, the, you know, the, the father, uh, the the oldest Archie, uh, he was he he ran a lot. He was like well, I don't a know. I didn't watch 1970s or 1980s football. No, I, that's I, the only I, one I watch. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I go back to the good old days of football, back where linebackers yeah. weighed, weighed less than I do. <laughs> they had a 170 yeah. pound linebacker out there. Um, yeah, right. No, they, they linebackers are getting smaller than they used to be. I'd say. Okay, More they're athletic. smaller than they were in the mid 2000s, but they're a lot bigger than the 70s. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, even yeah. when they get slimmed down, they're still gonna weigh two twenty and be six three and be imposing. Yeah, yeah. They're intimidating. Yo, they're, yeah, they're freaks. Like I, that's not. Yeah, that's not what I mean. They, they are. They're freaks. They're just like, like, like every single linebacker NFL, is a DB. NFL linebacker is like that's like the definition of a freak to me. You know what I mean? Like like freak athlete. Like if if you want to describe a freak athlete, you'd say, "Oh, that guy looks like an NFL linebacker or something." You know? Like, How good of linebacker would Derrick Henry be? Would he be a top tier linebacker? He'd probably be an outside linebacker. I mean, he'd probably be a hell of a pass rusher if he. Yeah. You know, I think so too. Yeah. He would get uh, on highlight reels every week, probably. Speaking of speaking of Archie Manning and the Mannings, who the final thing we're going to talk about here? We didn't really talk much about the Arizona <laughs> Philly game, but hey, good matchup. Uh, what is the best family in pro sports ever? Uh, ever? It's probably Mannings. Um... What about the Williams, Serena and Venus? Oh yeah. That's only two, though. That's only two, but there's only two Mannings. I don't give Archie the credit. He was a pretty subpar quarterback. Look at his numbers. Not good. His two sons mm. are good. Let me do, let um, me do a search here. 
best families in, in all sports. Mm-hmm. You have uh, off the top, you have the, the Matthews. Mom. Matthews uh, family in football. Ooh. The Longs. Ooh, Howie, Chris. The Boons, the Longs, yeah. The, the Boons, Booney. The Thompson. Uh, the Harbaugh's. The Harbaugh's. The Harbaugh's. Ooh, the Griffies. The Griffies. The Hasselbacks. Okay. <laughs> the Don, Hasselback. Don Hasselback was not any good. Tim and Matt. Um, I'm not the looking Matthews. these up. I'm not looking these up. So honestly, Tiger Woods. He's the Longs. The Longs was the one off top. The Waltons. Who? The Waltons. Walton? Bill. The Waltons. There's one. It, Luke doesn't yeah. count. Are you talking about yeah. he's the coach of the okay the, the best uh West I got the winner team. I got the winner I think if it's not the Mannings the Watts oh the Watts the good one JJ TJ the Gronks uh, I think I go and, uh, how what? about how about Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady are they a family they're like they're third really? cousins oh shut uh, up <laughs> honestly that, I don't even know if they are but that doesn't get the Currys they are they're like grandmas were cousins the Currys. Dell, Steph, Seth, uh, the berries, Thompson? yeah, the berries. That's a good one, yeah. Matt, Matthew Berry, and the Gasols. Uh, Gates. The Gasols are pretty good, yeah. That's a good one. Um, the Earnhardts, the, the Earnhardts. There we go. Let's let's talk NASCAR. <laughs> you know, here's well, a you kind can of do the petties too because of Richard Petty and all of his kids. Oh, here's a kind of morbid thing here. Uh, there's a guy that posts on TikTok of uh, him doing like NASCAR racing, and he always like spins people out because he's an asshole, like he does online racing, and that that's like a big no no. He he just races dirty, and his his gamer take was Dale Earnhardt's dead. LOL. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and everybody hated him. He was just he, he was funny, like the way he said it, but it, but he was a he was a douche in the track. He just would spin. Yeah. On those super sims, people get really really mad if you don't like take it seriously. Oh yeah, he would drive reverse. <laughs> yeah, it's, really? Yeah, you gotta yeah. think about it because people have like they buy really expensive computers and have like multiple monitor setups and whole pedals and everything. Like people spend like thousands of dollars to have like serious sims going on. What? So when well, people get setup, in there and don't take it serious, they kind of get pissed. My setup's a PS5. Yes, I have a PlayStation oh. Five, folks. Yes, I got one. Oh my god, he just want to bring that up. Yeah, I got a PS5, <laughs> and then I have then I have a nice monitor. And then Is I might alienware. No, I might get an alienware with my stimmy. Actually, with honestly the bookie when he pays me, I might go get the alienware wonder. Let me tell you, I just got my rent paid for, my car payment, everything. Okay, how about that? First family I sports. Who is it? Is it, are we official? Are we official voting on anything? I think it's the Mannings. I, I think it's the Mannings. Yeah. Or the Longs. Those are the ones I would. Okay, the Watts have to be there, right? Over the Longs. No, if you have a, if one of your one of your sons turns out to be a fullback, it doesn't count. But the thing is, is fullbacks are dead. You're gonna have fullbacks are dead position. There's two Hall of Famers from the Watts, right? It's gonna be JJ and TJ. Well, don't yeah, but they're not they're not Hall of Famers yet. Is uh, but then the Mannings have zero. Well, they'll have. They'll have two also. Is is Archie not a Uh, Hall of Famer? No, he was not good. No, Archie's not a Hall of Famer, but his blood is what's good. People want his blood. He is in the he is in the Saints Hall of Fame. I'll count it. Yeah, the Saints Hall of <laughs> they'll Fame. Have, they'll have three Hall of Famers. <laughs> Archie Manning's in the Hall of Fame for his uh for his uh DNA, not his, not his play. They have a vial of his semen in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Honestly, that that's probably worth millions of dollars. He's he went like look at his descendants. Uh okay, we'll go Manning's. I'll agree with that. The Manning's. Um, okay, folks. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Oh, I do want to say something before you go. 
nobody's listening at this point besides Brandon. So Brandon and anybody else for what it's worth, we are recording on Tuesday, two podcasts. Okay. On Tuesday, two podcasts, we're recording our picks for week 16. And then we're doing our NBA preview. Now the picks will come out on Wednesday. The preview will come out uh, probably on Saturday or Sunday. We're not going to be doing a overview of the week 16 games. Instead in that place, it'll be the, the NBA preview. So with that being said, Brandon, be ready for that. I'm going to tell you right now, MVP pick, Luka Doncic. There you go. I'm going to give that, give a spoil that. Steph Curry. Terrible pick. That might be that. Honestly, that might make people vomit that you're picking Steph Curry to win the MVP. Seth, Seth Curry. Yeah, I said Seth Curry, <laughs> not Steph Curry. You're not listening. Oh, that's a good pick then. I um, got, I got Clay, I got Clay Thompson. Clay oh, Thompson Benny. MVP. Benny, have you not heard the news? Benny. <laughs> a few Joking. weeks ago. Benny's picking his next year's MVP. I know, MVP. I know that. Benny's picking next year's MVP. We're doing 2020, 2021, not 2021, 2022, Benny. Um, but listen, that podcast, that podcast is going to be very long. Uh, so be on the, be on the lookout for hey, that. Benny's Okay. Benny is cut out. Well, any, anybody... Anybody interested in uh, Benny's base, uh, basketball corner? Yeah. The worst three-point shooter of all time, Benny Calvajaya. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, do you nobody nobody wants to see me and you. That's, that's what we need to do. We need to play a one-on-one game, put it on YouTube. It'll be sad. You need me one-on-one because you weigh 50 pounds more than me. It'll be it'll be a massacre. It'll be it'll be a slaughter. It'll, it'll yeah. It's be... like playing. It's like Shaq playing playing Jordan. Shaq would kill Jordan. Yeah, in one-on-one. it's like Shaq playing Earl. Jackson, uh, it's like, Spud, Spud Webb or Muggsy Bogues or something. No, it's like Shaq playing Jordan, and all Shaq does is back him down, and Jordan can't do anything because Shaq's so big. It's like it's like Jake Paul uh, boxing Nate Robinson. Here's the thing, <laughs> folks. Visuals here. I, Sterling Red, he weigh about 175 pounds, give or take three or four pounds, depending on what I wake up at, what I eat in the day. Benny, on the other hand, weighs. I, don't, I feel bad saying this. He weighs 273 pounds, give or take. Whatever. <laughs> so he's, he's holding about a hundred, he's holding about a hundred pounds on me. And of course he'd be me in one-on-one. He would just back me down, <laughs> commit offensive fouls. When I get the ball, he's just going to be a towering beast. Really? His stomach will protrude throw. and my, the ball will bounce off his belly. I'll make some mistakes. I'll admit it. I'll make some mistakes. But uh, when it comes to it, Who's a better basketball player? It's me. It's simply me. So, okay. Oh, easily, easily me. No, let, me, let me get some words in there after, okay. after that personal attack by you. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody. We will, we will see you on <laughs> yeah. with our picks this week. <laughs>